What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Black and Cold, a true crime podcast. My name is Michelle. I am your host, and I am back this week with another very underreported missing persons case that I actually learned about through Instagram. But before I begin, I'm just going to say, if you have not done so already, go ahead and follow BNC on Instagram, and that's at black underscore cold underscore podcast. Also, subscribe, rate, and leave a review for me. It helps your girl out, especially when others are searching for a true crime or more specifically Black true crime podcasts to listen to. So today's episode, uh, like I just mentioned, is very underreported. It comes out of Alabama when a beautiful young mother just suddenly vanishes without a trace after enjoying a night out. This is Black and Cold, episode number 59. And today I will be telling you about the disappearance of Lakira Goldsmith. Lakira DeJour Goldsmith was born on July 24th, 1998. She actually goes by the nickname of Pig, and she comes from a tight-knit and caring family. Marcelle Goldsmith, who is Lakira's mother, describes her daughter to be caring herself, outgoing, full of energy, and someone who always looked out for people, even if she didn't have it like that. Lakira is known as someone who has the ability to make people laugh, and in her spare time, she enjoys singing. Lakira and her mother grew to have a very close relationship with one another, and not to mention she is also a loving sibling and a big influence to her baby sister. Throughout her entire life, Lakira was unfortunately in and out of the hospital, and this was due to the fact that she was severely asthmatic. She was even prescribed to take a specific medication daily to help with that, but although this was the case, this never kept Lakira down, according to Marcel. Her daughter still loved to help people and was always there for others in their time of need. Sometime during the year of 2015, Lakira gave birth to her son, Armani. And since she had him, her loved ones say she was a great mom who was very active in her child's life. At the time of her disappearance, Lakira was residing in Montgomery, Alabama. And according to many of the sources that I used, I believe she was living at an apartment complex with her grandmother, But like I said, she spent a lot of time with her mom and her nine-year-old sister. Just a few days after Thanksgiving, on Tuesday, November 27th, 2018, 20-year-old Lakira had asked Marcel to babysit her son because, you know, although she was a mom, she still wanted to enjoy a night out. Now, Marcel agreed, but she expressed in her segment on The Maury Show that at the time, she didn't ask Lakira where she was going exactly. 
And sadly, that decision still bothers her up until this day as she never saw her daughter again after that. So Lakira's exact movements throughout the night are either pretty much unknown, not relevant, or just not being made public because we don't know exactly where she went after leaving her son with his grandmother. From what is known, Lakira went out with her boyfriend that evening, and at around 12 o'clock a.m. into the early hours of November 28th, he brought her back to her apartment, which was located on the 4500 block of Narrow Lane Road. According to the Charlie Project and a few different posts on one of the Facebook pages dedicated to this case, it says that Lakira's grandmother saw her outside and she saw her get out of the car. And in that moment, her grandmother probably felt comfortable about this, so she just waited and she just figured Lakira would be inside within a few minutes or so. But after an unusual amount of time had passed and Lakira still didn't walk through the front door, this is when her grandmother got concerned. At 8.59 p.m. on the evening of November 28th, Marcel made the decision to report her daughter missing, and this was after Lakira never returned home, and she noticed that she hadn't been active on social media either. Now, Lakira was known by her loved ones to be the Facebook queen. She consistently shared posts, she took photos, so when her mom noticed that she wasn't active on there for some hours, she felt this was not typical. When Lakira's mother reached out to law enforcement, an officer was sent to her residence to actually take the report. But from there, Marcel expresses that she felt authorities didn't do much after that. And with feeling like this, feeling basically unseen, Marcel decided to do her own police work. And very early on into her investigation, it was learned that a maintenance man who worked at Lakira's apartment complex he came forward and said that she used his phone around 2 o'clock a.m. that morning, meaning November 28th. According to this maintenance man, Lakira was talking on his phone with someone and he wanted to give her some privacy, so he decided to walk away. When he returned, this guy says that Lakira was gone, but his phone was still there. It was just left on the porch. It is believed that Lakira may have been trying to visit one of her friends during this time who lived in Newton, and this wouldn't have been unheard of as this is a place she hung out at frequently. But Marcel believes her daughter never made it there, and she speculates that Lakira was kidnapped during this time frame. As I mentioned earlier, Lakira has a really bad case of asthma, which she needs to take medication for daily. At the time that she went missing, she didn't have these meds with her. So initially, her mom wanted to check with local hospitals first, especially given Lakira's history. But after spending some time calling around, Marcel realized this was not the case. Initial searches began for Lakira by her loved ones and any other volunteers who wanted to join in the weeks following her vanishing. Although Marcel had previously filed a missing persons report, 
She says it took about a month for her to see her daughter's case actually featured on local news stations. Not to mention Lakira's case in the beginning, it wasn't even listed on the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency site. So with this, on top of the lack of police presence, Lakira's mother continued her own investigation, and she told the Montgomery Advertiser that she searched all around her daughter's apartment complex multiple times, in addition to looking around other neighborhoods like Gill Village, which was another place where Lakira was known to hang out at. Marshall also posted flyers all around these areas. She spoke with many residents. She even created Facebook accounts to shed light on her daughter's vanishing. But she was still getting no luck on clues leading her to her oldest child. Now, according to Black and Missing's Twitter account, there was reportedly video footage that existed the late night slash early morning that Lakira returned home. However, because authorities weren't actively looking into this case once the missing persons report was filed, by the time they did go looking for this surveillance, which their investigation began about three months into Lakira going missing, it was already erased. So that clearly did nothing but spark frustration for her family members. Marcel's youngest daughter, who was just nine years old when everything happened, she remained another big advocate at this time. At such a young age, she recorded music expressing the pain her family was feeling and how she just wanted her big sister to come home. She even made posts talking about her nephew or Lakira's son and how he was in need of his mother. With Lakira's younger sister touching so many through these posts and videos, her disappearance actually started to get the attention of thousands of people. And by 2019, you can kind of see a shift in coverage that her case was getting. Although I still consider this case to be extremely underreported, like I mentioned, there was definitely a difference within a year. A lot of news articles that I used were from 2019, and I noticed a lot of social media posts TikTok videos and YouTubers, they started sharing Lakira's story from after this point on. And just to add, I actually didn't even hear of Lakira's case until 2021, around the time that I physically began this podcast. So that says something there. On November 15th, 2019, almost a year after Lakira went missing, her information was inserted into the National Missing and Unidentified Person System, also known as NamUs. By December 23rd, about a month later, her information was finally entered into the database of the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency site. Why it took over a year for this to happen is a mystery to me, but with this, more people around the country could be aware and were starting to be aware that this young mother was gone and it appears that she went missing right outside of her home, at least from the information that has been known. Because Marcel was seeking the public's assistance via different social media platforms, she unfortunately was no stranger to what a lot of families go through that have missing loved ones. 
Marcel has shown that she has received a numerous amount of bogus and just horrific rumors in her inbox. On top of not knowing where your child is, I could only imagine the pain she was feeling getting these DMs telling her that her daughter was no longer alive without any type of factual proof or without anyone actually going to law enforcement. And social media actually brings me to my next point. So there is a lot of talk about the maintenance man that was allegedly one of the last people to see Lakira, who claimed she asked him to use his cell phone. If you recall, he walked away when Lakira was using it, but when he came back, she was gone and his phone was left behind. It's been said that this former maintenance man was pretty much problematic. It's been alleged that he had a lot of complaints, and it's also been alleged that he's been inappropriate with people and that he used to knock on apartments of women during early morning hours. Now, none of these allegations have been publicly confirmed, but in the summer of 2021, This guy was sentenced to 40 years for crimes including domestic violence, assault, rape, and strangulation. This was against two women who he took on two different occasions against their will, one being an old friend and the other being an ex-girlfriend. The former maintenance man pled guilty and admitted to what he did, However, many people speculate that he may have something to do with Lakira's disappearance. Not only did he know Lakira, but the person in question worked at the Red Lion Apartments in 2018, which is where she was reportedly living. So I chose to refrain from naming him in this episode as he has not been charged with anything pertaining to this case, to Lakira's case. This is all speculation, but this information is public record. So if you happen to be a true crime person like myself or just want to look into things further, I obviously encourage you and just my listeners in general to do your own research just because. With the help of volunteers from Equisearch, additional searches have been conducted for Lakira in the years after she disappeared. But we're now coming up on five years, and her case completely remains at a standstill, so it seems. The lack of urgency to find Lakira on the Montgomery police's end is beyond me, but Marshall knew this from the beginning, and she has explained that she truly feels she is the only real voice and representation for her child. And from reading up on different articles in regards to this case, it seems Montgomery residents may feel frustration with their law enforcement when it comes to missing Black women in general. There are cases like LaQuanta Riley from 2003, who I covered on this podcast in 2021. That case still remains unsolved. And then there's Kimberly Arrington, who was on my to-do list for future episodes, but she disappeared from Montgomery back in 1998, and her case has still yet to be solved. 
And granted, sometimes there are circumstances where authorities are just stumped and they unfortunately have no useful clues to find someone, even though they've exhausted all of their leads. But here, it seems Montgomery authorities have this pattern where the people, more specifically Black residents of the city, do not feel enough has been done to find people who look like them. And they absolutely do believe it's a race thing. Often and just too many times, Black missing person cases, especially ones involving younger people, they are automatically considered runaways when that should not be the case. And since I'm bringing up other cases for this episode's purposes, I have to mention another theory that has circulated in regards to Lakira. And that is the kidnapping and murder of another young woman named Anaya Blanchard. So she disappeared from Auburn, Alabama, over 50 miles away. Her killer was eventually arrested. And the only reason I bring this case up is because many people speculate that Lakira's case could be connected. Just to be clear, I do not have any validity on this. This is something I just read on a few threads, but it's been said that Lakira once had a roommate and that young lady was the ex-girlfriend or the child's mother to the man that has officially been charged with Anaya's kidnapping and death. He too has a very violent history in general And because of this, people think it's a possibility that he could be involved in Lakira's disappearance. Again, this is all just talk from posts and threads online. I'm just putting it out there. And just to mention, I should probably cover Anaya's case as well for a future episode. But I personally have so many questions about Lakira going missing, about her allegedly using the maintenance man's phone, I find it odd that she was already home and chose to use his phone outside. Maybe she didn't have a phone on her own. That's something that I could not find in my research. Also, there's a possibility that maybe she didn't want to go inside to her grandmother just to go back out and be with her friends later. I don't know. It's just very strange. And because this case has so little information that is known, many questions are sadly going to remain. But one thing Lakira's family remains positive about is that she would never just get up and leave them. She is too close to her mother, too close to her younger sister, and then most importantly, there's her son, who is her pride and joy. Gratefully, Lakira comes from a loving foundation and her son is in the care of his grandmother, But for her to just go and walk away? No. She's missed holidays with her family, milestones like her 21st birthday. Her family is not going for that. That's not something that anyone could see happen. And they are just pleading for anyone with information, big or small, to come forward if they know something. To my dedicated BNC listeners, let's share Lakira's case. Let's try to get her story out there as much as possible. This is a young mother who is missing from her child's life. And every day as a little boy, he has to wonder if she's coming back and if she's coming back safely. Lakira could be your daughter, 
She could be your sister, your friend, but most importantly, she matters. According to the Charlie Project, Lakira was last seen wearing a black knee-length velvet dress, a silver choker with rhinestones, and silver earrings. At the time that she went missing, she had a silver lip ring, blonde hair extensions with black roots. Lakira is described to be anywhere between 5'4 and 5'5. There's different information in regards to her weight, but sources have her listed anywhere between 145 to 180 pounds, and she would be 24 years old today. Anyone with information on the disappearance of Lakira, aka Pig Goldsmith, is asked to contact the Montgomery Police Department at 334-625-2810, or you can contact EquiSearch at 513-503-3706.